I thought I was going to be a real estate agent. And when this attorney um, said, oh, I, I told her, I said, I, I just became a real estate agent. She said, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I had a real estate agent, but she died. And I went, oh, oh. Well, do you... Do tragic you, story. I'm sorry to hear it. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, well, do you need a real estate agent? She said, oh, yes. And I thought, well, this is how naive I was. I, I thought, well, why does a real estate... Or why does an attorney need a real estate agent? Welcome to Agent Success Podcast. If you're a real estate agent looking to succeed in today's crazy market, well, you're in the right place. Each week, we talk with successful real estate agents willing to share their expert insights, trade secrets, and mindset that help them to succeed. There's no fluff, just straight-to-the-point content that prioritizes one thing above all, your success. So without further ado, let's cut to the chase. All right, welcome to another episode of Cut to the Chase, agentsuccesspodcast.com. I am with my friend, Natalie. How are you, Natalie? I am well. How are you, Tim? Doing good. What do you do for a living, Natalie? I am a real estate professional. You're a real estate professional. I am. As opposed to an amateur. That's correct. Okay. Were you ever an amateur? I was. I was. Did you know you were? Did you know you were an amateur? I oh, I absolutely did. Oh, okay. (laughs) How long? How long have you been in real estate? A little over eight years. Eight years. Okay, right on. I've known you a good chunk of that. You have. Yeah, and uh, within that eight years, you have learned a thing or two about real estate. I have. And I'm going to discover a couple of those. Okay. All right. Right on. Let's 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 get to it then. Um, Where do you work right now? I work for Exit Realty Mountain View. Okay. And you've been there since they opened, right? I have been actually at two exits mm-hmm. within Colorado Springs. I first started out at Exit Realty Pikes Peak. And then went to Mountain and View. And then I went to Exit did, Realty did, Mountain View. Did you go to Mountain View right when that branch opened? I did. Okay. I so went over with Brandy Brown. Okay. So one of the fir- one of the firsts. Yes. Okay. Yes. The original this is the original version. I am. All right, yes. right on. So um, in that eight years and in switching, have you, f- you know, when you first get into real estate, it, I would imagine for you it was, um, you know, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm focused on. Have you, I, I like niches, right? Yes. They say, they say niches get stitches. Is that? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Niches <laughs> get riches. Right? right, right. There we go. <laughs> Nothing to do with stitches, no. right? Okay. So uh, what niches have you discovered? The I have two niches. Okay. I have future first-time homebuyers. Future first-time homebuyers? Yes. Isn't everybody a future first-time homebuyer? Well, depends on when you're marketing them. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Actually, yes, they are. Okay, okay. Um, and then my uh, other niche, my... Mm-hmm. Uh, Big niche is uh, last time home sellers. Last time home sell, wow! Get them coming in and get them going out. Huh? I do, I do. Yeah. What happens in between? Well, we'll see. But well, then you know. Yeah, I like to help them too. But yeah, I, you know, but my niches. Okay, so which which of those do you find more passion in? Last time home sellers. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. Uh, why? Why do you think that is? Because at that point. There are fewer resources mm. for them. Yeah. And fewer people that are experts in this field. Right, right. Now, when you say last time home sellers, are we, we're talking about um, somebody has deceased or they've gone to a, a, a nursing facility or what do you mean? We're, by that? we're talking about 
people, we're talking about adults, that this is the last time they're going to be selling their home. They're not going to be purchasing another home. So we may be talking about someone who is um, moving into assisted living, Mm -hmm. moving into skilled care facilities. Uh, We may be working with someone who... Um, is incapacitated and has a conservator, right. guardian and a conservator, okay. or we may be talking about someone who has passed, mm-hmm. and now we're looking into the probate section. So when you when you deal with that, and, and keep in mind, we are we want to discover, um, you know, how real estate agents leverage these different things. How, how do they win? How do they succeed with these? So when you're dealing in that situation, did you first off with the niche? Did you find yourself just accidentally stumble into that or was that something that maybe was a passion ahead of time? I did stumble. I completely stumbled into this. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who is an estate attorney Mm -hmm. and when she found out that I was starting in real estate, she said, I I need to talk to you about this. Hmm. And she kind of gave me that nudge into this. It's funny how life pushes you in a certain direction. She completely pushed me. I, I'm not. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. She pushed me. You have to be willing to accept and, it. And um, and then I learned a little bit more and more, and I realized that this this area is one that not everybody mm-hmm. is as educated as they should be, mm-hmm. um, and being able to help our senior market. Mm-hmm. And we really do need to be able to help them. And it became a passion. Um, mm-hmm. And then while I was doing this um, and helping helping conservatorships and, and probate with attorneys and, and conservator conservators, my mother was actually ill and dying oh. herself. And I was watching how my family came together and rallied around mm-hmm. her versus... Some families that I was working with, with clients... Kind of back off? Either backed off or they were being vicious. Oh. And very clearly just wanted, okay, I want I want everything. Mm-hmm. I want everything. I want all the money. I want, yeah. you know... Mom said I get that vase. Yes. Yeah. And so I watched and honestly, we've got to protect mm-hmm. these adults. Um, and it, so yeah. it, it very much, very quickly became a huge passion of mine to make sure mm-hmm. that nobody's taking taking advantage of these well, adults. When, whenever you can get passionate about something, it, you become much more powerful. There's very little that you can't accomplish right, with right. passion. And it comes across. Like listening to you talk about this right now, it's obvious. Thank right? you. When you. When somebody just talks in a way that is... Um, transactional, that's obvious. Right, right. And so you you know with that passion. So when somebody's in it. So one thing I discovered a long, long time ago, uh, many years ago, decades ago, I decided I was going to sell insurance, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I called my dad and I said, Dad, tell me about when this event happened. How did that impact you? How did that, because what I was trying to do is trying to get I was trying to get an emotional anchor, mm-hmm. right? An emotional anchor to right. help me do better. I did, and, and, and it worked very well because it had personal meaning to me in that situation. Um, but I had to, I didn't have any passion for it. I wanted to, to make money. Correct. Right? Right. Right. I, had no, I had no passion for right. it. I, I wanted to do this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And I had to develop that passion. I had to develop. And that could be like with what we do here. I want to help people. I want to educate people. I want to help real estate agents succeed. I find great joy, great satisfaction, and, and it fills my my shallow, empty soul to see real estate agents get some success out of what we're doing. Right? right. It's it's fantastic. We all have shallow, empty souls, by the way. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good. I just want to be clear. I'm not the only one. No. Okay. No, no. <laughs> so when when uh, when you start looking at a niche. Um, and a real estate agent says, okay, well, I want my niche to be this or I want my niche to be mm-hmm. that. How long did it take you? And you're, maybe you're not even there yet, but how long did it take you before you felt confident to truly represent people within that niche? Well, I'm, I'm still, I mean, I, I'm always learning, um, right. but probably good four years before I really... Felt yeah. comfortable saying, this is my niche. This is it. Um, now, now, were you not comfortable before because you didn't know enough or because you were afraid to? A lot of people are afraid to go into a niche. They, they, they feel like they're going to, you know, alienate all the I other possibilities. I don't think I realized that this was my niche. Mm, interesting. I, I, I don't think that I had fully figured that one out. Yeah. I mean, I, I knew that my business was coming from conservators. Right. But... Um, I hadn't really put that together yeah. quite yet to say, this is my niche. And then once I did, and I said, you know what, this is, this is my passion. This mm-hmm. is what I want to be doing. Then I really started marketing myself as yeah. this. And I started marketing more toward the, the attorneys, more have, have you, conservators. Have, have you found that you're, by doing that, have you found that your other business has suffered or has it actually helped your other business? It helps my other business because okay. I still have my referral business with my mm-hmm. sphere of influence yeah. and I can actually help my sphere of influence with them knowing yeah. where, where I'm going because, you know, a lot of my sphere, they do have, you know, their parents or their, sure. their yeah. family members. And now they know that they have a resource. Well, let me, let me ask you this. When you're talking about, uh, niche and, and you're talking about how you advertise yourself and, mm-hmm. you, and you, even with your sphere of influence you're, you're, you're saying hey this is my specialty I, I deal right. in, I deal in probate and, and uh, conservatorship and all this other stuff de- dealing in in last-time home sellers right, right? Um, do you simultaneously tell them but I can help you with all your other needs in real estate as well do you do you put yes. that out there yes. you do okay I do all right I do yeah and um, I, I wasn't sure on that like like is it just naturally you get the other business or do you still let them know I can help you with your other real estate stuff? I still well? let them know I can okay. help them with, with their other business. Um, you, and you know what I find in very interesting though is you said as soon as you found your niche and this this is, I guess it shouldn't be that shocking, but it kind of is. So as soon as you found your niche, then you started going after the estate attorneys and the the probate and the conservatorship. You started going after that. So what you did was you discovered who knows about your business before you, right. which is a brilliant business strategy, right? Who knows about your business before you? You're not shotgunning it out in the local gazette. No, no. You're going after those exact targets. Right, right. And so my marketing plan looks different than than other realtors' marketing plans because I'm not just marketing to the public. I, I've got a very specific mm-hmm. marketing plan in who my Popeyes are. Yeah. My, 
yes, my Popeyes are for my. You're saying Popeye? Pop, Popeye. I'm Popeye. Gonna, I'm going to pop. I'm strong to the finish because I eat all me spinach. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to pop by gotcha. your office and say, Tim, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you yeah. have used me as a realtor in the mm-hmm. past. I want you to remember my name. I want you to think of me when your friend says, I need a realtor. I want you to think of Natalie and recommend me mm-hmm. to them. And you're That's doing, you're what doing a pop that, by is. You're doing that like with an attorney as an example. I do that with my attorneys, yes. Okay, okay. But, but they're not going to be, um, you know, a... It's not going to be the same thing um, that I would with my sphere. It's going to or be like more a past client, the first time right, home buyer. Right, like right. I'm not. So I'm not popping approach. by with um, pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. <laughs> well, no, I have parties for that. But, yeah, um, I've been to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I. You know, like it at around Easter time, I mm-hmm. do the the peeps, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And tell your peeps about. You know, have your peeps call my peeps, you know, like, right. right? Okay. But I'm not necessarily going to do that for the attorneys. I'm going Mm -hmm. to be very deliberate um, and, and give them like this month, Mm -hmm. September 29th is national coffee day. Okay. So my attorneys and my business partners in this, this month, they're all receiving coffees. Okay. Um, now they're not all getting them on the 29th. I, you know, I have to spread because otherwise go. they're all getting cold coffee. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but so you're not I'm, taking them coffee grounds. You're actually taking them like a, a coffee. Yeah. I'm taking them coffee or, or their entire office is getting, oh, wow. you know, a, a thing of coffee for, for the office. Yeah. Um, and I'm working with them that way. I'm, I'm. I th- so what, what you've done is you've basically said, this is. This is who knows about my business before me. I'm going to target them. I'm going to stay in front of them. They're going to know what I do, but I'm going to treat them as a referral partner. That's correct. And in a way, I'm going to meet them where they're at as a referral partner. Correct. And I'm connecting with them. So that way, when that real estate attorney thinks, okay, so we got to sell mom and dad's house. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, I got a girl. That's right. Right? That's right. How do you find these attorneys? Um, I am part of the... Um, El Paso County Bar Association. I've heard some realtors do it. I heard that was a little expensive. Is that expensive to do that? No. Ish? No? Oh. Maybe I, I talked to it, a poor realtor. Well, <laughs> well, okay. To join, no. Okay. But every event does cost money. Okay. So you're paying for every... Yes. Every... Okay. Yes. So... So, so but again, that's part of my marketing. So if you were to go to a new area... Um, would you know how to start building your business? Yes. And you would, you would duplicate what you, what you've done, what, whether that be, and, and for all the other real estate agents out there. So you, you are, you know, obviously a senior, you know, for last time seller kind of specialist, Correct. they could specialize in whatever it is, right? yes. wh- whatever category these people come into, mm-hmm. um, it could be divorce, divorce, uh, it could be. Like you say, first-time buyer. It could be veterans. It could be a million different categories, right? Right, right. But it allows you to stay hyper-focused on what that what that category is. Yes. So it took you a good chunk of time to feel confident in what you're actually doing. Correct. Right? And do, it, do you think, you said you accidentally fell into it. So do you think that was just the natural progression of becoming confident in it? Or were you actively seeking knowledge? Oh, I'm always... Actively seeking knowledge. Okay. Um, but 
I did not know that I was going to be actively seeking knowledge in this niche. Gotcha. Um, and I... So when you first got your real estate license, it wasn't like, I am going to go after... No, not yeah. at all. At, what, did, what did you want to do in the beginning? Like, what did you think you were going to do? Be a real estate agent? <laughs> I, I thought I was going to be a real estate agent. And when this attorney um, said, oh, I, I told her, I said, I, I just became a real estate agent. She said, oh, that's wonderful. You know, I had a real estate agent, but she died. And I went, oh, oh. Well, do you... Do tragic you, story. I'm sorry to hear it. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. And I said, well, do you need a real estate agent? She said, oh, yes. And I thought, well, this is how naive I was. I, I thought, well, why does a real estate... Or why does an attorney need a real estate agent? It's the other I mean, way I, around, isn't I, it? I, yeah. And I'm like... And I was like, do you have a realtor on, on retainer? Like, yeah. she's like, <laughs> yes. Whoa, this what? is cool. What? <laughs> I'm like, okay. She's yeah. like, let's go out for drinks and I'll tell you about it. Okay. Okay. All right. And she's yeah. talking to me. And mind you, she bought me the drinks. So I was really excited because, you know, I hadn't she's made like, a sale yet. Wow. So, <laughs> so I was like, ooh. I got my license and attorneys are buying me dinner. This is fantastic. Like, this is fantastic. <laughs> and so she's explaining this to me and it's all going right over my head at first. And I'm like, like I don't understand. What the heck are you talking about? I went home. I'm like, honey. This is so exciting, but I don't know what I'm talking about yet. And so, so that immediately pushed me into, all right, I've got to look up all of this information and I'm reading and I'm yeah. reading and I'm learning. And then she actually took me to um, a class up at um, the Bar Association up in Denver. Mm -hmm. Oh, it was an eight-hour class on law. And Did it was you want to die? Oh, it was the most amazing oh, class really? ever. You didn't want to like jab no, the straw into your no, eyeball or that anything? No, I, I mean, wow. seriously, it was all about law and it was the most exciting thing. At that stage, something should have clicked that said, this is what I'm you would here have thought, for. You would have thought, and, and <laughs> but it took me a while to realize this was my niche. And so I have been mm -hmm. doing more and more education every year. I have taken, um, there are very few classes that PPAR um, provide, or not PPAR, but um, credits, CE classes CE credits. for probate. But every time I see one come up, I take it, even though so it's- So you got a probate class the other day, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Any probate class, mm -hmm. probate and trust, probate. Um, the other day it was uh, what to do, how to handle, how to get through probate. Yeah. I take those classes and probably at this point I could almost teach them, yeah. but th I'm just missing my law degree. So they yeah. won't let me. So <laughs> small detail, small detail, yeah. small detail. Yeah. Um, but I take them because you know what? Every single class I pick up something new. That, and you know, I think a lot of people get, get comfortable in their niche and they stop pursuing no. the new stuff. No, You get that niche, you continually pursue, you want to become yes. the best that you can possibly be. Absolutely. Now, I do have a question for you. So okay. I told you I was going to ask tough questions okay. as well. Okay. What What are you not doing that you know you should be doing in real estate? I am not calling as many r attorneys as I should be. Okay. Do you have a schedule to call them? I do. Okay. And that that is, that's my cold calling. Yeah. Okay. And that is my hardest piece of this. Okay. Is it hard because you don't like it or 
uh, is it hard because you just you have other stuff going on? Um, it? it is hard because that is that's the cold calling, and I don't know them yet, mm-hmm. and. I have that mindset of they're not going to want to talk to me. Ah, head trash. Head trash. I yes. have that head trash. So um, so when I already have mm-hmm. a connection with them first, it makes it much easier. So yeah. I've got to get myself outside. You know, i got to get outside of my own head yep. and actually pick up the phone. Yeah, so call, call I, reluctance you know, is, a, is a killer. It's a killer. And, yeah. and it doesn't matter what your niche is. It doesn't matter, yeah. you know, if you don't like picking up that that phone for the cold calls. Yeah. It's going to get you every time. It doesn't matter what your niche is. So that's my biggest challenge. I think, I think with me, I'm opposite. I have no call reluctance because I, I don't have much self-awareness, but, um, it's a matter of like, I need to block the time. Right. And and if I do better at blocking the time, then I can make the calls. Right. Whereas some people do really good at blocking the time. And then they stare at the phone and they're like, well, it's lunchtime. They're probably at lunch. They probably yes. don't want me to call. Maybe I should call after lunch. Oh, wait, right. but you know, they probably have a meeting after lunch and right. yeah, they're busy in the morning. Pretty soon you've talked yourself out of calling them anytime during the whole day. Exactly. Like, like you, you've convinced yourself that they are the world's most important attorney and you're never going to have to call them. Right. 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 And they're not going to, uh, and I have to get through their, their secretary or their mm-hmm. assistant the first, gatekeeper. Yeah. the gatekeeper. And uh, why would they want to talk to me? Exactly. I mean, they, I'm just, uh, what do I have to offer? Right. What, so that, the, so it's, it's hard, Yeah. but the days, you know, when I do mm-hmm. make my phone calls, I get at least one person that actually takes the time to talk to me. So and it would be interesting to do the math. And I think it's very important to measure everything you do in your business. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that and you say, I'm, I'm making, let's say 20 phone calls to connect with that one Yes. person. Now, how many people do I need to connect with in order to start getting with them to connect with 10 people? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now if I had to do 20 calls, now I have to do 200 calls and I'm getting business, mm-hmm. right? So you start doing the math and you're like, okay, well, I know that all I have to do is make this many calls with this amount of time and I'm going to get business. Correct. It's almost, it's almost frighteningly easy when you break it down to a very simple concept. Right. And when you understand that I have to have, I have to have nine people tell me no, like, I have to. And if you can change your mindset that says, oh, this person told me no. Sweet. That was, that was number seven. I only got two more no's to go. That's right. You know, you got two That's more right. no's to go. And, and does the no hurt me in any way? No. If I don't pick up the phone, it's already a no. Yeah. There you go. I, I mean, that's, that's the simple. And it's, it's almost like the no... The know that you know instead of the know that you don't know, right? I, I don't know how that no is going to come across. Is it aggressive? Is it? Am I going to be embarrassed about it? Right. right? Um, so I think it's very, very important to have that kind of worse. Now, I got another question for you. Of right? course. Let's ask a couple difficult questions. I told you I was going to go through like half this year. I haven't gone through any of it. So that's okay. That's okay. I, I don't like going through it. So um, now I asked you what or what you're not doing that you need to do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to flip that question around a little bit. What are you doing? in real estate that you know you need to stop doing? Procrastinating. Ah, procrastination. The silent killer. The silent killer. Yes. Procrastination is very difficult, yeah, to deal with. Um, is that is that with reluctance or overthinking or I overthink lack of everything. Planning? I overthink everything. Mm. I, I am... Um, I like to have all of my ducks in a row yeah. and make sure everything is perfect. Yeah. But in the process, I want to think about every step 
of that process. Yeah. Every potential within that step. And every potential within that step. <laughs> That's a half a day of thinking for a half, it, for a and, half and, a minute phone call. And before before my website is up, yeah. I want to look at it and proof it and have 15 people look at it and give me feedback on it. And, you know, is it exact um, yeah. before before we have a conversation and it's going to be recorded, can we do 15 practices first? Because I I might mess up. Role playing is a great, a great thing to do. It's a great thing to do. You also have analyzing is happening, but I might make a mistake. I might stutter over a word. Let me ask you a question. Let Let, let me ask you a question. This is very important. You are a martial artist. Are you not? I am. You are a martial artist. Yes. Uh, Do do you wear those belts? I do. Okay, good. Um, Are they color coordinated? They are. No. Okay. Bothers me. Okay. <laughs> but but so they, you, they don't they don't take my opinion. They, okay. <laughs> they, they but, so here, here's my question for you. As as a skilled martial artist, for years you've been doing martial arts, and as a skilled martial artist, um, you do you know you have certain moves that you practice, yes. and it becomes muscle memory, correct? Right? And, and you know when this happens, I do this, correct? Right. But does anything ever happen that you didn't anticipate, and you have to just react? Yes. When yes. you think somebody's going to slap you, but they poke you in the eye. Yes. Right. It, it could be different. Yes. Do you think that maybe you have a lot of confidence in martial arts and therefore you can handle all that? Yes. Yes. Okay. When we look at this in real estate, you've built yourself up a, a quite nice little niche right yes. there. And you have, you have, you have a very, a very good value proposition to Correct. attorneys. Very, very valuable stuff that you can bring to the table. And it just seems that a quick shift of the mindset is like, I do this. I know how to do this. I'm a black belt in senior lending, right? (laughs) Or not senior lending, senior real estate, right? Right. Um, It just seems like changing that mindset just slightly. Have you ever broke boards in half, like karate chopped them, broken half, need them, headbutted them, anything like that? Oh, yes. Okay, well... What if the board had just a slightly different, you know, grain pattern? Maybe you get a, a little bump or a bruise. It'd be a little bit different than, you know, you have the confidence to do it, right? Correct. You have the confidence to do it, and maybe that just comes through practice and and through uh, reassurance. Quite honestly, you did know. you talk to my husband today before this? <laughs> you sound an awful lot like him. Well, <laughs> no, but I I've been around salespeople for far too many years, far too many years, right? He, he says a lot of he says a lot of this to me. Yes, yeah. but. It, that is exactly, you are 100% yeah. correct. We need to step outside our own heads mm-hmm. and know that our muscle memory, Yeah, we know what we're doing. Yeah. And when, when I'm talking with newer agents and they come to me and they say, oh my gosh, this happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, take a deep breath. You got your muscle memory. You know You've, how to handle it. You, yeah. But you know how to well, handle it. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Right. You, you Natalie know. knows how to handle it. Well, Natalie knows how to handle it, but... The new agent doesn't Tim, necessarily. Yeah. you know how to handle this too. Just yeah. take a deep breath. Think about Into this. Into the nose, <sighs> out through the mouth, right? Let's let's talk about this. Yeah. And, oh, yes, I do know how to... I'm like, see, you know how to do this. There we go. Just, you know, you've got this. Um, like, uh, what, what, what's that on Nemo? Dor- Dory? Dorothy? Dory? Dor- so, Dora? Yeah. Wait, Dory? Dory? Just keep swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Yes. Exactly. And so, you know... Um, I have to tell myself that every yeah. single day. Just and I think, swimming. I really think that most real estate professionals mm-hmm. have to do that with themselves every day. So, yeah. you know, yes, I have, I have success. Mm-hmm. I have 
enough success um, for my needs. Yeah. But my success, I have to tell myself. Yeah. I have to to remind remind yourself of it. I have to remind myself. Remind yourself that you have that value proposition. You are the value proposition. You correct. You can bring value to yes that other that other attorney yes. or whoever it is. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had a fantastic time talking I have to you. Too. It's Thank been you. it's been a lot of fun, and I know it was it was short, sweet, right to the point. But right on, let's like high it. five it. Cool. High five. Right on. Well, that wraps up another episode of Cut to the Chase. Catch us at agentsuccesspodcast.com. And Natalie, how do people get a hold of you if they would like to talk to you? Uh, two ways. My phone number is seven one nine. 287-8067 or my website is tealproteam.com 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 until next time guys thanks all right thank you that wraps up another episode of agent success podcast remember you can find new episodes each week at agentsuccesspodcast.com we hope you found the insights and best practices shared today truly valuable and if you did please subscribe rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform remember Your success is a journey of learning and improvement. So let's keep hustling, thriving, and learning. Until next week, this is Tim Chase.